This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, gabandu. Hello, it is 12 midday and we, this is when we say open your heads, O you gates, be lifted up your ancient doors that the King of Glory may come in and it is coming in right here on 7 to 9 a.m. Radio K Pulpit, your daily companion. My name is Yogaz Madhu. I'm with you up until one o'clock on this special program, Show Me, where we say you are, it is no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. No longer, but no longer just about talking about what we are supposed to do, about actually doing. It's about focusing on the fruit and focusing on the produce of what our actions are doing in our environment, in our experiences, in all the matters that we focus on right here in building the spirit of oneness in our nation. If you have just tuned in, the program is Show Me. And really what we do, we focus on building the spirit of oneness in a nation that has a history, in a nation that has progress, and in a nation that has a future according to its prophetic destiny, according to the prophetic call that God has for a nation. For a nation has a blueprint, just like our lives have uh, blueprints of what we are here on earth to do and to accomplish according to our giftings and God's purpose from the beginning of time, as it says in Jeremiah, before you were even born, the Lord knew you and predestined you. Thank you for joining us. On the program today, we are focusing on building oneness in our nation. This is where we address different topics and learn from the stories of others, stories of our colleagues, stories of influential leaders uh, from, yeah, from around our communities, just ordinary people doing extraordinary things for us to see a growth and a progress, especially when it comes to coming together as one unit in Christ. So the show is really based on authenticity and people's journeys, stories, experiences, just the truth. I guess <laughs> we've had our facades for far too long and uh, the Spirit of God is shattering every scale in our eyes, enabling us to see things for what they are and to speak what we see and yes, to be confident in our truth. You shall say the truth and the truth shall set you free. But in our expression of truth and authenticity, we make sure that at the center of it all, it's compassion. Just being sensitive to other people's journeys, other people's experiences, and um, yeah, what they've come across through in life, in the journey of, of growth, of recovery, and um, yeah, their mistakes, their failures, their learnings, but we are about rising when you have, every time you have fallen, for God is a God of second chances. 
So we apply the spirit of forgiveness, of grace, of wisdom, and just a celebration of diversity of our nature and ensuring that our program focuses on really building a, a, a proudly South African spirit, a spirit of oneness as a continent, and also where a place where everyone, uh, irrespective of their cultural background and experiences, that they feel part of rebuilding and reconstructing this nation and continent especially. That's why we um, have voices that speak from different countries for this South Africa is not necessarily only for those who were born here. It is a South Africa that hosts the people of God <laughs> and God owns all four corners of the earth and all his children have a freedom to live everywhere. This is why we have people who live here in South Africa but may not have necessarily been born here but are contributors as we rebuild together a nation. And we'll do just that today even as we speak to uh, one of the people that I truly respect in matters of building relationship interculturally, Mr. Edgar Shoniwa, originally from Zim. Uh, but has been in South Africa for so many years. But one of those people who have really amazing, great, strong relationship with people of different cultures as the program focuses on building the spirit of unity. So we want to chat to him and just see even in business, even in ministry, in all the areas where he's at, always have a good track record of good relationships, interculturally, diverse friendships. So we want to see and just learn from him what are the principles he's using in business to ensure the growth of the spirit of unity in his environment. We'll speak to him just after this. Voyokazi Matu on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Yebo, yebo, yes, we are back. Yes, yeah, we took a while there. I guess we drove to Zim to get <laughs> Edgar and then back. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's so good to hear you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. That was a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> but thank God we are here now. We are back. Yes, yes. Yes, what a privilege. Thank you so much. We know your time is money, so we'll expect the invoice after this. So <laughs> we have to go quick into what you, the business of the day. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm really joking there. Yes, yo, Edgar, <laughs> um, I must say that I was so happy when the Holy Spirit really just reminded me as we are looking at building the spirit of unity in the nation and the continent um, is Correct. one. And just the spirit that does not uh, look at people according to and judge them according to the color of their skin, but just to deal with people as humans. And really, you are one of the people that really just stand out when it comes to having seen your life over the years. I think it's more than 10 years now. <laughs> Uh, yes, it has been quite a very long time, of course. Yes, sure. And I thought I'll just have you on the show today, really, just to share, um, uh, just with our listeners, from a person like yourself who's experienced both uh, high level in business and socially as a child of God, minister of the gospel, and actually also a voice um, in the media. Um, 
Firstly, uh, just before we get into uh, just knowing what principles you use um, in building your relationship, what are you seeing? What are you observing? Just the <clears throat> dipstick check-in in terms of the progress uh, of, of, of unity in the nation or maybe work environment. Yes. So th thank you very much, Buyo, for uh, inviting me as a guest to your show. Yes. So what I've been seeing in the last number of years is that, I mean, back from, I mean, historically certain jobs uh, open to everyone, they were doing not, uh, maybe the industry was not open to everyone, either based on race, yeah. uh, on gender, or on nationality. But now what I've now been experiencing, what I've been seeing is, it is becoming a nice blend uh, of food baskets all over the country at the moment where uh, it's no longer that this job is just for women. I mean, we're seeing women in high places mm. being appointed in high places. Uh, we're seeing women in business uh, that are running uh, their own show as CEOs of business or managing directors of business, mm. which is mm. really a step in the right direction. So there is progress towards reaching some sort of a blend across the nation. Yes, I love the way you put it, the fruit basket. Because <laughs> 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 it is exactly that. It's just so refreshing sometimes when you come across this situation that uh, actually awaken you sometimes. Um, in fact, it's reminding me of another meeting that I went to and I was waiting to meet the guy and his name was Lutando. Right. What would you expect? <laughs> uh, I thought Lutando would be an African guy, perhaps. Yes. It sounds like, yes, it's a male African guy. Yeah, with some dreadlocks. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> and there comes a, a white um, African man, and he doesn't have another name. No. It's Lutando. <laughs> so I just, uh, 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 I love just those moments that, wake us up again to the fact exactly. that life has changed. <laughs> we, definitely, and, we, we definitely, I mean, need from time to time, but I think it is, uh, it's, a, it's still work in progress where we are not going to associate names with a certain person. Mm, and I think, mm. we, I mean, like your experience, that is such an awesome experience to get the, <laughs> to see that, wow, okay, I thought you're going to look like this, but the person is, doesn't look like that in any way. Yes, awesome, awesome, Edgar. You are here mm. because we just want to uh, just learn from you, just from your experiences, just some some ways and just the, your principles of just how mm. you, you, you engage um, in terms of building your relationships uh, across mm. all races. Uh, what yeah. is your approach? So what I believe, so, okay, I'll probably just highlight three principles, but they are not yes. exhaustively. There's a whole lot more uh, principles that we can look at. So firstly, I believe that we are all equal, regardless of education or regardless of uh, what cars we drive or the kind of clothes that we wear. We are all equal. We are all created equal. No one was created to be higher than the other. Uh, secondly, I also believe that we are all beautiful. We are all created in God's image. And when he was done, he said it is good. There was nothing that he said it was bad or this one was created not looking good or this one was created uh, ugly. So for me, everyone is beautiful. We are all equal. And last but not least, 
We are all brothers and sisters. The moment that you get to realize that you're talking to either your brother, you're either talking to your sister, you will relate to them in a very different manner as mm, opposed mm, to thinking mm. that I am higher than you, I am more educated than you, I'm more qualified than you, I drive a big car and you drive a small car. No, that's not where it is supposed to be. If we are all equal, we are all living in one accord, we should all be looking at each other and saying, this is my friend, this is my brother, this is my sister, then I'm going to treat them with love. I'm going to treat them with respect, and I'm going to give them equal opportunity in everything mm, that we are doing. Mm, I just mm, want to quote mm. one uh, Equal statement. opportunity. Wow. Absolutely. Not, not um, just uh, your own people. <laughs> no, 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 not just your own people. It should be equal opportunity, and it should start from the top going down. Mm. Derek Prince, I uh, just want to quote what he said. He said that the unity of God's people begins with the unity of the leaders of God's people. So as it comes down, as it comes down right from the top going down, mm. treat each individual with respect, treat everyone equal, giving each one, every individual an equal opportunity. And from you, Edgar, where is that coming from? Uh, because as you, as children, uh, when you grow up, you hear certain things about other people, certain perceptions, mm. certain stereotypes, and all that. And even though you come across the Word of God and it says this, and you come across mm. um, a reading on how to treat people and it says you do this, and you find that sometimes it sounds so much easier than done. Uh, yeah. when you are uh, to love one another, treat each other, because uh, that's what's been said all along. But I'm, I'm yeah. observing how, where you come from, how you were raised, what you know, what you believed in your mind really does shape. What, what's been the biggest influence in your own life now? Well, the biggest influence for you has been uh, my different walk and my different experiences, even in the uh, business sector, uh, there are certain businesses that you could be, or certain accounts or clients yeah. that you are pitching for, that you are looking to say, if I do this kind of presentation. So one perfect example, a couple of years ago, I went to present to a client uh, in Johannesburg, and to this particular, it wasn't yet our client. Mm. And I know that we had the best pitch ever that we pitched to this client. Mm. But just because I was this young man who <laughs> didn't, didn't really look the part, <laughs> according to their eyes, still went somewhere else. So from that now, that was my sort of first encounter with realizing that sometimes we are not treated equal. But what you then have to do is to come back. Uh, when I flew back, I sat on the plane and I said, how did that happen? What happened there? So at first I was quite upset, but I had to go back and remind myself that in John, it says that we were given a new command. Jesus said, a new mm. command I give you, love one another. If I have loved you, so you must love one another. So with that, I said, I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to use uh, against any other presenter or any other encounter that I will have, but I will use it as my learning experience, my stepping stone 
to to achieve better. And once I got to that realization that that is what I have to do, I have to continue loving uh, yeah. my neighbor, it gave me peace. Mm. Peace that only he <laughs> can yes. give. It's, yes. It's, 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 Those so people, peace, sacrifices, all understanding. Yeah, but we, we live in a real world. Yes, when you were making your examples, you mentioned something about <laughs> about the, uh, treating people equal, irrespective of what uh, who they are and what cars uh, do they drive. Yo, I can be yes. venerable for a minute, Edgar. As you know, <laughs> I used to have a very nice 4 by 4 and all of that, and things happened. We had losses, business lost our cars, almost yeah. lost everything, and I landed up driving my dad's car, um, my right. dad's old car. I never knew there was such a difference on the road. <laughs> 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 and I had driven nice cars for for many years that I right. I didn't know you like the, you can't get a right of way when you drive certain cars. I was just so used to being given right of way, you know, like by irrespective of what culture, I'm just like there is this different respect uh, on the road. I didn't know that when you drive a, a certain car, you can be treated like you are, don't exist. Exactly. It's like exactly. you. It's, you are absolutely correct. I also used to drive, or at one time I was driving a very small car, and it would always irritate me how everyone is overtaking you. Yes, no one yes, gives like, you right of way. And you're like, really? Is it just because of the car that you drive? And then when I managed to be blessed with another car, I was like, okay, yeah. it drives different. They look at you different. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, that's that's the reality. That's the reality. And but the sad part um, is how much we have adopted that in the church now, in the body of Christ. Yes, just even yes. just treating people. But we won't go there now. We are not here for that. But <laughs> <laughs> but really, um, those are some of the challenges we are having to as representatives and ambassadors of Christ are having to be awakened to because in so many ways we have become like the world and we really need to to just return to his values and to his principles and his ways of, of, of doing things which are opposite uh, to the world. In fact, you should give someone a right of way because he's driving that smallest car on the road. Yeah. Uh, you know, just to give them something to encourage them, you know, um, and all of that instead of keep uh, trampling on them and seeing them as nothing. Yeah. So um, you've touched on, um, on those uh, experiences, but based on your, um, just based on your journey, uh, Edgar, mm -hmm. in the business environment, someone is listening today and is maybe in their cars, they're coming from another meeting, maybe to another, driving to another meeting, as our listeners are listening to us from various platforms. But someone is thinking, yes. I've heard this too many times, but I don't see the change. I hear the right words, and but I don't mm -hmm. see the change. What would you say to them today? How would you encourage them? So, my encouragement to people is that God has called His people to mm. to live in unity with with, mm. with one another. So it is it is of utmost importance to make every effort, every effort to live together in harmony with everyone, regardless of uh, regardless of beliefs and differences. 
God just commands us to 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 do everything all in love. And I mean, it's probably sounds like a cliche that says God's timing is not our time. Yeah, and we really do have to be patient and 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 be. That is firstly to be humble, die to yourself. If you are surrendering a certain situation to God, you're asking God to make a change, or you want to see a change happen in the nation. Your focus is on Jesus. Surrender everything else that you have given to God to say, look, you are going to deal with this and you are going to sort this out. Just leave it to God and not try to do it in our own way. Mm. Uh, from from uh, a scripture, the scripture in, the, in Psalm, Psalm 133, it says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. And it continues to go on even to talk about uh, oil flowing down from the top, going down. It's not coming from the bottom up. The oil flows from the top down the beard. So I really, really believe that it, it is God's purpose. God wants us to live in unity and love one another just as he has loved us. It's all about obedience. And yes. um, and remembering who is it that you report to at the end of the day, <laughs> you are accountable <laughs> yes. to uh, privately <laughs> in your private time. Who's the real boss? <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. You know, where there is one sort of thing that that um, there's a scripture also in in, in John. Uh, it's 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 a, it's a scripture that we all know. John three verse sixteen. It says that for mm. God to love the world, you know. Love Africa and God loved a certain people. God loved Asia and God loved mm. uh, a certain race. It doesn't say that. It says God loved the world. So that's including you and I mean, you and I. You driving a big car, me driving a small car. Mm. He loved mm. us all mm. in the same way. And it's further on to say he gave his only begotten son. So he freely gave it to us. We didn't have to pay for it. You know, so it's regardless of whether you have money or you don't, you were, we were all given uh, Jesus. And that whomsoever believes in him, that whomsoever is you and I, is anyone who is on the street. It is the whomsoever. Anyone, people that are in the world, as long as they will believe in, in, in him, they will not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So for me, so so for me, that scripture is very. I mean, I, I think it is jam packed. It is super loaded, loaded with so much that we can talk about in terms of uh, either equality or in terms of our unity and oneness. Yes, a lot. I also have my favorite one, which is for one Corinthians one ten, which says, "I appeal right. to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus, that all of you agree with one another. Let yes. let there be no divisions among mm. you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and in thought. And wow. this does not necessarily mean that agreeing." as in um, saying yes when you mean yeah. no. But at times it's to agree that your brother sees differently from you and be okay with it. <laughs> yes. Some yes. of the skills that really I notice how much we need is really of conflict management and um, 
conflict resolutions and just managing what it is because we have a tendency of thinking when people don't agree with you they don't like you and we don't know how to engage with them beyond the disagreement and so we I, need to really equip ourselves on so I, much i like how i like how you say conflict management you don't <laughs> you don't you don't even have to go to 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 varsity to conflict management. You just you can find it all in the Bible as well. That same scripture that you quoted, you can find it in the Bible. Sure. It says, That's just be in management. one mind, be united in mind and in thought and ensure that there be no divisions among you. Yes. Mm. yes. Mm. So you should That's not be sitting comfortably as a child of God, knowing there's a crack and there's division in the yes. relationship because at the end of the day, it robs all of you. <laughs> of course, I totally agree. Amen. I was just going to take a break, a breather, and then when we come back, I'll just have your concluding thoughts, and then I'll ask you to really just bless us and just release a prayer uh, over us as the pulpit listeners. So we'll just go on a break. Please do hold on. Ons bied net die beste vleesnitte, waars en verwante vleesprodukte aan. Maar wees ons. Kom keier en kom loer in by Carolina Straat 22, Predaasdorp, achter Tjekkes, en koop jou keergraad bees, vark, lam en skaapchops, waars en steaks vir jou volgende braai. Skakel Elim Slaghuis in Predaasdorp by 028-424-1312 en plaas jou bestelling en geselsommer met die vriendelike Johan van Zeil. Elim Slaghuis, waar vlees en vleesprodukte ons lewe is. During the coronavirus pandemic, TWR is working with World Vision International to bring help and hope. Please pay attention to the following important announcement as we help each other in our faith communities. Ensure good regular cleaning on surfaces people touch regularly, including such things as door handles, light switches, mobile phones, bathrooms, etc. using a bleach-based cleaner. This is a good idea even if nobody in your family shows any symptoms. Now more than ever, we need to ensure we do all in our power to keep our personal environment as hygienic as possible. This message is brought to you by TWR and World Vision International. You're listening to Show Me on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Yeah, but yes, we are back here from the break. Hey, just while we are on this uh, break and there is an, a message with regard to the pandemic. Edgar, you are there? Hello? Oh, we will have to just try and get hold of him again. And so, as I was about to say, we coming from this time of being um, tormented really because uh, so many people have had so much loss uh, during this time even though there's so many good things but one thing i really wanted to just make a comment on was really just how much um i'm just observing uh, the compassion uh, empathy it's like people we've become 
more human <laughs> in this process uh, of having been through this uh, past few months of a, of a rough testing and challenging time in the nations of the world. There are, but I'm seeing there's a breaking on the human spirit that has broken from being so superior or broken the spirit of pride because you see people being more more concerned about each other. Even some people who've never really cared about the neighbor, people have started to open up, started to giving, started to be more community-like. And I, I, I would say it's been truly one of the fruits that one is observing as we come out of this uh, pandemic. But just as we're going to just allow Utadu, Mr. Edgar Shoniwa to just conclude with us as we will be finishing off shortly. But I just want to go into this song by our brother who made it internationally, Jonathan Butler. We'll see you after him. Listening to Show Me on Radio K Pulpit 729 AM. Yes, we are back. We are back uh, with. Uh, We're Mr. back. Yes. <laughs> and you are back. Now you can hear me now. <laughs> now I can hear you. I can hear you, Edgar. Thank you so much. Right. Uh, we had the Jonathan Butler, one of the uh, really gifted uh, South Africans and Capetonians who really made it uh, in the US in jazz and. Uh, gospel music and it's just such a pride to have people who take their voices from cape to cairo to jerusalem to the nations of the world yes yeah, so right. as we have come to this part of the program uh, with edgar thank you so much for uh, giving us your time uh, today but but before we let you go we just want to just get your concluding thoughts any uh, final words before you say goodbye so um, my final thoughts, I, I really love the, the scripture from Psalm 133. I did allude, allude to it earlier on um, in the interview. Yes. Uh, the one where there is the phrase that, I mean, it's a common phrase that says that unity commands a blessing. So it is in the later part of Psalm 133, around, around verse 3. Uh, the last part of it says, For there the Lord has commanded the blessing uh, forevermore. Mm. And I just want to conclude and say in order for our unity to command a blessing, we must be united for a kingdom purpose. Mm. It can't be mm. unity or just It has to be more. Are we givers of grace and love? Are we peacemakers? Are we growing the kingdom? Are we bearers of hope? Mm. Let us unite in these things, and there the Lord will command his blessing. Wow, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Asking Thank you, ourselves these questions. Mm, it's a lot to take in. <laughs> Very challenging. <laughs> it is indeed. It can't it can just be lip service. We, mm, like, you, mm. like you say on your show, we should be not only the talk, yeah. let's bring in the walk. Sure. Let me just uh, uh, pick it back on you. I've, I'm just feeling this dropping in my spirit. Somebody is at work, is in a work environment right now and truly, mm -hmm. truly struggles with the attitude of another person, of another culture in the workplace. This, so I'm just going to ask your advice for this person 
on both ways. Mm -hmm. Someone who is a manager and is trying to find a way to deal with the situation without being called a racist. Because I've seen a lot of situations where people do take advantage um, of certain people and certain cultures because of their position. And when it comes to the issues of race, especially in the work environment, it becomes everywhere. It becomes yeah. very challenging and testing to call something out that is wrong. Say, irrespective of what culture it is, but this is the manager and they are dealing with an attitude from another person who is a junior and they must address this. What would you advise them to do? And vice versa. This is a person who is in a junior position and is experiencing this kind of treatment from a senior. Mm -hmm. What would be your from advice? This, so my humble op uh, opinion for you, to first say he is a person that is in a place of authority and he should be able to speak to the junior uh, person in a calm way in a respectful manner yeah. and call it out for, for 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 what it is he does they do not or he does not have to address it is a racial issue yes. or a cultural issue but it has to go back to what are their values and what are they what is their mission within that particular business mm. does it fall in line with what their values in the company are if it does fall in line with that, then address it in that way. It looks like the moment that we bring out uh, the race card in a, in trying to resolve a conflict, it goes south immediately yes. just because you've brought in a race card, you see. But if you on the, also on the other end where it is the manager who is uh, ill-treating, for lack of a better term, who is ill-treating yeah. a junior subordinate in the, in the business, he needs to find, if there is an HR department, you may need to do that. But obviously, first speak to your manager, address the situation when you're with your manager in a respectful manner as well. We have to respect authority at the end of the day. Yes. If you do not find a way to go around that, then follow the company procedure not to take it to Twitter or take it to Facebook, but always take it then to the HR or the person that is higher than your manager at that time. Powerful, powerful procedure. Thank you so much. Yes. Please bless Thank us you, with a prayer before you say goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you for all the listeners, oh God. We thank you for mm. each and every one of them that have taken their time to listen to this, oh God. Yes, it is not Lord. about what we are doing. It is not about us. Mm. At the end of the day, Lord, it is about you, God. We thank you, Lord. You remind me of a scripture that says that the Lord is my shepherd. There is yes. a lot that we can talk about, the sheep mm. that are dirty, the sheep that are defenseless, but you, Lord, our shepherd, you will direct us. You will show us the way. We want to know your voice. We want to hear your voice, mm. that it will direct us each and every day of our lives yes, before we Lord. make any decision to even uh, have conflicts with our managers or with our subordinates. God. Yes, Father, Lord. we pray that your Holy Spirit would be the one that will direct us. We thank you, Lord, for this time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much. That was Mr. Edgar Shoniwa, all 
the way from the marketplace, <laughs> marketplace ministers <laughs> and prophets. <laughs> Thank you so much, Oyo. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much for and your input. You, you are listening yes. to Radio Cape Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. This insert was brought to you by Radio Cape Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za